Hi, this is Jessica Cook and welcome to my Feel Good Podcast for Women. This show is entirely devoted to helping motivate and inspire you to live a healthy and a happy life. I believe you will be happiest and most fulfilled when you work out, eat well, enjoy a brilliant, healthy routine and live your life with passion. I want you to feel energetic and healthy and that's my goal with this podcast, to keep you motivated and inspired so you can live your best life. You'll also hear interviews from my clients who are some of the most inspirational women I have ever met. At the end of the episode, be sure to head over to inspirefitnesstraining.ie forward slash free tools to instantly download tons of free stuff like recipe books, meal plans, workouts and much more. Now let's get on with the show. Hi everybody, I wanted to talk to you today about five reasons why you may not be seeing results from your workouts and your food because remember the most important thing is to get actual results from what you're doing and if you're not getting results it's going to lead to frustration and of course you want results that's what it's all about feeling really good in your clothes having tons of energy um, making sure that you've got strong muscles and bones having a lovely high metabolism and all these things that good food and good exercise should and can give you um, regardless of your age whether you're in your 30s 40s 50s 60s and beyond um, you can feel good and feel in control most importantly of your health at any age Um, so I've got five reasons here and I want to start off with exercise number one Um, and there's a few things that you may not be doing um, with your workouts and there's a few things that you could be doing that might um, be preventing you from getting results in your workouts and the first thing is that you might be doing the wrong type of training Um, so if you're not doing interval training and resistance training and core work and steady state cardio um, the unfortunate thing is once you hit definitely past 40 but starting past 30 um, you need to be doing some form of strength training and um, interval training Um, you really do I mean your lean muscle mass decreases as you get older Uh, that's just an absolute fact and when you're in your 20s early 30s you can do what you want you can go to a Zumba class or do aerobics go for a walk and you're going to more than likely get into a place that you're happy with weight wise and fitness wise Um, but as you get older if you want to be fitting good in your clothes and making sure that you're not gaining and gaining on your stomach then you're going to have to rethink your training but it doesn't mean that you have to do really boring stuff interval training and strength training is amazing and I know I say it so much but just to remind you of what strength training does it builds lovely lean muscle on your body which um, in turn turns you into a calorie burning machine you burn loads of calories at rest your metabolism gets really high again and um, because obviously that goes really low when when we we our lean muscle mass decreases so you're just reversing all that sort of stuff and it's really good for you I mean not just that but you can prevent osteoporosis and um, it's just really good for preventing um, diseases and injuries um, as we get older and it just helps you feel much more in control and interval training is just a form of cardio where you work hard and you take intervals of of rest and work um, that really helps you burn fat um, after your workout's finished that's I suppose the biggest thing about interval training I mean not only does it make you feel amazing um, and you obviously like burn calories in your session and all that sort of stuff but the biggest thing that interval training provides for you from a results point of view is that you'll burn a hell of a lot of calories after your session and you will just turn into a calorie burning machine and you know done correctly with the right type of food you will get into the best shape of your life um, which brings me on to staying with the exercise um, that you mightn't be doing enough. I mean, 
like definitely do three 30 minute sessions if you're adding in lots of walks and lots of movement but for the majority of us that aren't really getting to move much because our our work is very much at the desk or you might just not be doing very many steps especially with the pandemic um i would really recommend the five 30 minute sessions every day now remember i'm talking about getting results i have plenty of clients that are doing three 30 minute workout sessions um they're getting walks in and they're getting great results but i'm talking to you in this podcast episode of reasons why you may not be getting results from any type of of exercise that you're doing um so working out enough is really really important um if you're just doing three 30 minute sessions a week and you're not doing much more you're demanding a hell of an awful lot from those 30 minute three times a week sessions so that's another thing just to up your sessions to five if you are not happy with how you are at the minute if you are then bloody hell why would you need to change things and I want to bring that point up because sometimes as women I think um, and I've come across this a lot is that a lot of people think they should be doing more but always bring it back to the results well are you getting results from what you're doing oh yes so why do you feel like you need to do more oh I don't know I can see that other people are doing more so absolutely not all has to be based on your results um and then the last thing just to finish off with the workouts is just being a bit too hit and miss doesn't really cut it so getting a lot of sessions in one week doing a couple of workouts the next then loads then nothing then it's very very hard on yourself that way because you get a good week of workouts and you feel absolutely amazing at the end of the week and you feel like you're making progress and then the next week you do one or two and you feel like you've backtracked completely and it's that secular behavior that can really put people back because they tend to quit and give up and and be really hard on themselves so if you could maybe do less sessions just to build a habit up but more consistently i promise you you would get into much better shape than just five two five one um and just being a little bit more consistent and say well look i'm going to get three done um and then lots of walks with that um or three done and nothing and build that habit and then move up to four and then move up to five but remember you it's just like building a house you want to get the foundations right um and that's it from from the workout point of view from the movement point of view you need to be moving you need to be walking and you need to be getting workouts in sweating in most days during the weekday um really really important i wouldn't concern myself about steps once you're getting in workouts and walks um it's very important i know steps point of view um for people that only walk and that's their only form of movement but you have to remember people that are very into steps that aren't working out aren't getting a high metabolism they're not burning calories at rest from walking so um be careful as well because i know there is lots of things in the newspapers about like steps and steps and just remember who they might be speaking to they might be speaking to people that don't work out so just bear that in mind that if you're working out and you're walking you don't need to take too much heed of your steps um in the same sense that people that only step do so moving on to the food, number two, um, reasons why you may not be getting results from your workouts and your nutrition. Um, so first off, it's uh, being too obsessive. And I see this time and time again. Um, women start with me and they, you know, it's it's all about, well, what brand should I have? What type of bread should I have? 
can I have this? Can I have that? When really and truly, um, especially in the first month of a good coaching program, if you got consistent with your workouts, you drank loads of water and you got into the routine of eating three meals and two snacks and not eating anything after dinner. If you did that, you're going to get phenomenal results. And then, of course, we move into the more detailed uh, analysis of your food if you need to or if you plateau, we tweak more. Um, but really, it's about getting the foundations right, the right, the right type of training, moving enough big tick on the water, getting into the breakfast snack, lunch snack, dinner, not eating after dinner. Um, but that Weight Watchery Slimming World old-fashioned style of, of kind of delving into um, what type of brand of soup, what type of hummus, low fat or full fat, um, what style of cereal, what, it's, what kind of bread, should I go with a Slimbo or should I go with a roll? I often find that the more heavier a person is, the more they do that stuff. So the bigger the struggle you have with your weight, I guess you're more, it seems to me, it, those you seem more like you're into that kind of thing. And then the more you let that stuff go, eventually the less you're going to weigh. Um, and that's why I hate those type of weight loss clubs because they always seem to prey on people that are, quite heavy and that want to it just becomes very obsessive and they're not getting to the simplistic root cause of problems and the simple food so I didn't mean to get so long-winded there but <clears throat> just to try not to get obsessive with stuff and just to bring it back to basics Um, the second thing about the food you have to be careful is like cutting out big food groups like doing the keto or having no carbs or um, any of those kind of diets is a diet and do you stick on a diet forever no you don't you yo-yo so why would you want to yo-yo like <coughs> you're only going to get your skin to be flabby like you're only going to get a really big stomach and then a really small one and then a really big one so dieting really doesn't work um you're best off not cutting out any food groups but if you're overeating on a food group then reduce it absolutely um but cutting out food groups doesn't work um your weekends being too bad i want to bring that up it's another reason why you're not getting results like going mental from thursdays to sundays having two takeaways at the weekend i notice from personally speaking um you know having a takeaway even once a week i i notice myself gain a little over time it's so subtle but it's over time um, and you have to figure out what's worth it for you. Maybe it's not worth it for you. Maybe you want to keep a takeaway in there. And that is absolutely fine. Because remember, always go back to the question. Are you getting results? And if you're happy where you are, then why the hell would you take your takeaway out? But if you're not happy with you are with where you are, then it's time to address your takeaway. And it all comes down to choice. What do you want more? The takeaway or seeing how things go getting rid of the takeaway. I've met people that have like two takeaways at the weekend. If I did that, I'd be so overweight. Um, so yeah, it's all about what you want and it's all um, personal to you. And that's why I really can't bear to see those PDFs and stuff floating around with like, eat this for breakfast, eat this for lunch. And um, I know I've been met sometimes with surprise when people have started with me that there's not a more like in-depth like you are to eat this at breakfast and lunch, but that's completely the wrong way of doing things. Um, and telling somebody what to eat and them following it is it's it's just exactly like a diet. It's absolutely cracked. You have to figure out what you're willing to give up and what you're willing to eat, and you have to make sure that it's based on the results that you want and what you're willing to do. Um, 
too much sugar, like biscuits here and there. Again, if you're not getting results, get rid of the sugar. If you are getting results, well, then you can keep it in if you like it there. But sugar's really bad for you. And I just mean junk food, like cakes and cakes and sweets. It's not good for you. It's not good for your cholesterol. Um, loads of things. It's not good for you at all. So if you want to get motivated to stay off sugar, like junk food, then think of other stuff other than weight gain because there's other much more motivating stuff like being healthier for longer, not getting sick as we get older. That'll keep you on track. But if you're not getting results and you're still eating sugar, then you don't need to be worrying about that extra potato at dinner. You need to actually focus on not having to shite food. I mean, there's no point worrying about a couple of extra potatoes here and there when then you have like loads of crisps and sweets after your dinner. Um, the other thing about food is going all or nothing. I mean, being absolutely perfect for three weeks and going off the rails for three weeks. It's all about balance. And I do understand um, when you're feeling heavy, you want to get rid of it as quickly as possible. It op occupies your thoughts. You feel so bad, but it's the wrong approach because you're just not going to be able to sustain it and then your confidence is going to take a knock. So really work at not going all or nothing. Um is really important and uh, and that's it with the food so the fourth the the third thing is not getting on with your life and this sounds might sound really silly but I often see clients initially when they start with me that it, it can occupy their whole waking thought what they're eating everything everything their their clothes everything and they don't really kind of plan their week plan their food plan their workouts and then let it go and the most successful clients are the ones that can then get on with their day and really try not to think about it because it's a dangerous path getting obsessive about it because only because you're going to put yourself off you're going to put yourself off being healthy because it's occupied your whole life so if you've gone from being really unhealthy normal family life to then like everybody knowing you're doing this everybody knowing that you're trying to be good trying this trying that uh, and you're not just kind of going right this is what I'm doing I'm eating well I'm working out bang okay so what's next what what else is going on in my life and um, you're going to really struggle because it's going to have occupied too much of your of your thoughts and sometimes you know we can think about something so much to the point where you actually think it's taking up a lot of your time but it's not at all it's actually just you thinking about it that's taking up too much of your waking thoughts um the next pointer i'd have uh, about reasons why you may not be getting results from your workouts and your, your nutrition is is weighing yourself um and i have s i talked to so many clients over the years now um not so much um with with my group i have now but over the years um over the past 12 years i i hear a lot from clients that initially when they start that you know they get on great they do three weeks then they jump on the weighing scales it's not what they want to see and then they binge eat and they backtrack and if you break that down they worked out and they ate well for three weeks and then they stopped and they reverted back. And not only did they revert back, they decided to binge eat because something, a number on the scales wasn't what, what they wanted to see. So that somehow means in their brain that the workouts never happened. That they didn't eat healthy because the scales didn't move. That is a load of shite. That and uh, it really, really is cracked when you actually think about it and I do think the world is moving on from BMI and the Tanita machine and weighing scales all that stuff I've seen it all when I first started out in the gym all those years ago um uh, it doesn't work and the slimmer you are the harder you're going to find you're going to see it 
the less you're going to see it on the scales, the closer you are to your kind of ideal weight and you're working out, you're really not going to see it unless you diet and diet and diet and you don't move and you don't work out and you lose all your, your muscle mass. You'll see it on the scales. But if you have lean muscle mass and remember you want lean muscle mass, so it's like a catch 22, you're really not going to see it very much on the scale. So you might get from a size 14 to a size 12, but you mightn't see it that much differently on the scales because you'll have dropped fat but you'll have gained lean muscle um so you're kind of measuring an incorrect you're using the wrong measuring tool um clothes don't lie and i love to say that because i don't want anyone to think that i'm being like soft and i'm like oh don't weigh yourself muscle weighs more than fat that's not it at all you go and you find the smallest pair of jeans you have in your wardrobe and i will get you back into those jeans jeans don't lie you, you can't slip back into the jeans that didn't use to fit you and it's weird. I do find there's some confusion around this because I do speak to people that say, well, I haven't lost any weight, but my clothes feel looser. And they genuinely don't know that that means that they've lost weight, but it's just that you can't see it on the scales because they've been gaining lean muscle and they haven't lost any muscle and they've and they've they've burned fat and they've lost fat, but they're not going to see it because of those differences. And I, I, I some people don't know that 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 a clothes being baggier means uh, that they've lost weight. Um, so so definitely get off the weighing scales because if it's causing you to kind of have bad days and good days even mentally um, and it can have even a strange knock-on effect with your workouts like oh well look I still weigh this so why bother with my workout this morning and then you just kind of derail yourself a really good idea is just to always be focused on the actions that you take the actions that you take I swear to you if you do the right type of training and the right type of food and you tweak as you go and you've got the right advice, you get into the best shape of your life. And if you say to me you want to get into a certain clothes size, you'll get there. Uh, but it's, it won't be by weighing yourself or doing weigh-ins or, or none of that. That, that just doesn't work. And I, I wish and I would hope that you would throw out your weighing scales. I haven't. My weighing scales have, haven't owned the weighing scales in years. And it's been the most um, freeing, beautiful feeling um, that you're not stuck in that trap anymore. Um, and the last thing is um, is just taking it nice and easy on yourself and not going all or nothing and not just really restricting yourself and then being really restrictive and then not restricting yourself. So having your weekends, having the foods you enjoy after six on a Friday and Saturday and eating healthy during the week and living your life and if it's somebody's wedding or communion or confirmation you go with that and you trust yourself that you're a fit and healthy person and you allow yourself to enjoy yourself on the on those occasions and you live your life so much so that you know you can't look back when you're older and go oh why was I so awful to myself why didn't I just strive to be fit and healthy and I promise you if you strive to be fit and healthy you will be much a much happier person. And I, I talk to this sometimes with clients, like know what you're know when you're fit and healthy. Because if you don't know, your the goalposts are always going to change for you. So if you start with me, for example, and you you want to fit into your back into your say five size fourteen jeans and then you fit back into them. But then you're because of your self criticism, you're looking in the mirror and pulling bits out of your stomach and you're saying, for example, or your back or wherever oh look at this it's not how it used to be or whatever then the goalposts have changed so you've got this new approach now 
So you need to know when that stops for you. And this is something that I have had to work on with myself as well. Um, like when can you say big tick there I'm fit and healthy? When does the self-criticism stop? Because if you're fit and healthy and you're still criticizing yourself, well, then you're just being an asshole to yourself. Then you're, then you're just being nasty. So it's, it's understanding what, where it stops. And that's really important. And you should know that before you get into shape, if that makes sense. Or if you're in shape now, you really need to take a good hard look at yourself and go, well, what dress size am I now? And am I happy with that? Is it natural, normal for me to be a size smaller? If it's not, then start to love yourself the way you are. But get into really good shape, get fit, get healthy. And then when you're there, enjoy every single second and don't move those bloody goalposts and start to say oh but my stomach my chest my this just go I'm there and it's just a rinse and repeat now it's maintenance until I go on holiday and I gain maybe seven pounds which is completely normal but I know the strategy to get back on track because I've done it the healthy way and I have written on paper or whatever that when I'm here I'm healthy when I'm this size I'm healthy so you always know what you're aiming for and if you've got a different build to Victoria Beckham or whoever in the celebrity world or whoever if you've got a different build to that person just make sure you're not striving for something that just isn't you or that wouldn't suit you and that's going to help you so super much be much happier in yourself and enjoy it when you're actually fit and healthy well I hope you found this helpful um you I want you just to love yourself feel fit and healthy my biggest goal in life is to help women feel good and feel good in themselves and feel good in their in their clothes and um, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast and got something out of it